Well, I'm back. Danny's Musical Chats, number 22. I've actually counted them, so I know how many I've done. This is number 22 since I started this little escapade of doing my own little podcasts using my cell phone. Very simple sort of method, but it seems to work. I know it's got its, it's, got its <laughs> limitations, let's put it that way. But hopefully you're enjoying the content, and uh, despite some of the technical not-so-great things about it, I'm not using the world's greatest microphone or any of that stuff. But anyway, the point of the matter is, is I'm glad I'm doing this, and uh, I'm happy that uh, people are listening, you know, and uh, whether or not you respond to me or not, I'm hoping that it's uh, gets your brain working in a different way, perhaps, and, you know, makes you think a little bit. Um, connects yourself with, uh, you know, some of the common things we all are facing in our lives specific to these times um, around music is one part of it, musical chats, but I kind of think it's, it's it evolved fairly quickly to something larger. It doesn't mean I'm abandoning the musical aspect, and you can count on the fact that I'm going to be chiming in on a lot of that stuff and talking about musical escapades and projects and uh, observations and you name it. But today, today is uh, quite an uh, auspicious day in world history and American history. And you can guess what day that is. The inauguration. President Biden and Kamala Harris as her vice president unbelievable uh, to see it actually happen. You know, I mean, uh, there has been a really rough ride over the last time, last little while. My last podcast actually was just after the, uh, the uh, horrible thing that happened in Washington on the 6th of January, which was just right over the top. And there's going to be repercussions from that, you know, for quite some time. Um, Many, many, many people are going to get, you know, uh, face the consequences legally for what they did. And it uh, it was really an unsettling thing, to say the very least, to see what happened there. You know, people died. Uh, people were hurt seriously. Uh, incredible damage. Um, just a blatant, you know, explosion of... You know, fear, racism, anger, rage. Um, you know, I mean, I don't even know where to begin to explain, you know, or not explain, but describe would be the word, what actually happened there. I mean, they say it was, an, you know, an assault on democracy, and I think that's pretty darn accurate. They were doing something that, was just basically perfunctory, really, just counting the ballots. and It's a done deal, really. It was just, you know, but no, no, no. You know, old Trump there, God bless his rotten soul. Thank God he's gone. Well, not totally gone, but he's no longer the president. You know, I'm not going to go into all the grim details of that because I got into that and I ranted pretty heavily. <laughs> I hope it didn't offend anybody too much, but I don't really care. Um... You know, when the thing happened, it was so upsetting that I think a lot of people were, you know, stunned, 
you know, and I mean, who could have ever imagined something like that would happen? And, you know, where is it going? You know, this kind of violence, you know, and uh, the potential for more of the same around the inauguration, you know, um, it's obvious. I mean, the security failed so badly at that thing. Uh, it just was abysmal. And, you know, there was all sorts of issues. So when it comes around the time to plan the security around this one, the one that happened today, it went on for quite some time and they put it together and not a hitch. They vetted some guys out, you know, that they, you know, that were the National Guard. You know, they really looked. They wanted to make sure there was no nut bars in there. Nothing that was going to go sideways. And nothing did go sideways. It, it ran like, like a clock and it was beautiful. You know, Biden's speech was, you know, amazing. You know, old Sleepy Joe did pretty good, the stuttering guy. You know, all of those negative things that were said about Joe Biden. You know, he's not a perfect human, but man, I think he's pretty damn sincere. And I'm really, really glad for the, my friends in America that they now have Joe Biden as their president. And they also have Kamala Harris, the first woman of color. Uh, well, woman and woman of color to be the vice president of the United States of America. She's also one bright light. You know, she locked horns with Joe earlier in the thing, but they, they, they realized that they were a great team, and they are. And I look forward to seeing how they continue. I have a really good feeling. You know, they're up against an incredible amount, and I think that, you know, Joe Biden really was quite realistic. You know, he was definitely idealistic to a certain extent, you know, and, and there was the usual expected, you know, positivity in his thing. But, he, you know, he tempered it quite well, I think. And he acknowledged, you know, the deep, deep problems the United States faces. These things are not going away, um, you know, very quickly, if at all, really. It's just what can be done positively at this point you know, to improve, I mean, the situation in the United States, the present situation, you know, the biggest thing now is the, is the, uh, um, the pandemic, you know, the COVID-19. I mean, it's decimating, there's been like 400,000 deaths at this point. So that's a heavy priority. And, and you know, he's got Fauci online. He didn't get fired by Trump, which is amazing. <laughs> um, I have positive feelings. I mean, it, it is not going to be an easy ride. Uh, I mean, going into that job, you know, for both of them and for all of the people that are involved in his, his uh, crew. I mean, he's chosen a good crew, apparently, like a really good crew. And he's been real straight with them, too. He says, you know, you must respect and not ever dishonor anybody in your position. You need to have respect and never... Never cross that line, you know. People deserve that. All people deserve that. And if they don't toe the line, you're fired. <laughs> sort of like Trump, only with a really good reason. Um, so anyway, you know, absorbing all of that, that it was in his speech, and there's a lot. I'm going to be watching that speech a couple of times. I I was half groggy when I watched it. You know, I got up, I've been up really late. Well, not really late, but lately I've been doing a lot of uh, recording, as you probably know, at home. Uh, maybe you don't know. I've been working with, uh, hey, some musical uh, uh, content coming at you here. I've been recording quite a bit lately, 
from a distance um, with my old friend Dana Honey, who was in my very first band with me back in Winnipeg in the 60s. 66, we started together. We ended that band in 68. And uh, it recently, in the last year, um, we were in contact through Facebook, of course, and all of that. But, you know, we actually hooked up to do some music together. Um, really, you know, it's really like a bit of a whim and a hobby. And, you know, what are you going to do during COVID? <laughs> um, but, you know, he's very, very skilled and talented, a great singer, really good instrumentalist on keys and guitar. Um, very savvy with recording gear. Um, you know, very, very talented man. I mean, he's born talented. But, you know, he's also a good friend. So, you know, we got a good rapport. Both of us are very kind of meticulous, <laughs> say the least. And so we've been taking records that were really, really important to us. You know, there's many, many, many of those 45s and album cuts from back in the 60s. And we've been um, redoing them. You know, we haven't been reimagining them. We've literally been redoing them, um, analyzing all of the parts and trying to get them as close to the record as possible uh, with very little in the way of elaboration. It's not like a creative process necessarily. As a matter, it's, it's a sort of a labor of love. And uh, so anyway, I know I've gone off the political thing here for a bit, but it is called Danny's Musical Chats after all. So maybe I'll continue for a little while and then I'll slide back into politics in the last bit. Okay, so we're, uh, we choose tunes. You know, there's, so far we haven't had any difficulty there. There's so many of them. It's just a matter of choosing where to start. Um, so getting back to the point of how we approach it, we really study the record, whatever the song might be. You know, for instance, you know, the zombies, Tell or No song we love you know and when we were you know like 14 years old we drove us mental and we you know we're able to really do it now and um you know better than we ever could back in those days we were just starting but so we approach it by listening to the record and listening to it very cl closely to all of the parts and all of the production you know so it's uh it's really quite an interesting endeavor and it's challenging too because you can't just sort of make up your stuff. you got to actually make sure you play it with the right tone, you know, the right feeling, uh, the right, obviously the right notes and chords. Everything has got to be correct. And basically, you know, you're, you're creating this thing that is, a, you know, you're sort of breathing new life into something that was iconic at one point. Like all the tunes we're doing, I think, are with you know maybe some exceptions are are truly iconic you know of, of the 60s so anyway we're doing that and i get to sing some uh, lead and harmony you know like two-part stuff we did uh, summer song by uh, um, chad and jeremy and i sang the lead and uh, dana sang the harmony so it's something i haven't done really i've only ever sang lead on a on a recording once in my life and that was like back in the 1982 or something or 81 or way back i always have been a guy that sings harmonies this i love it right you know i did it for many years in different bands and uh, did some recording where i sang harmony but um so i'm kind of digging that dana's really encouraging to me you know it's um 
it's it's kind of it's kind of different for me, but I'm digging it. Um, so anyway, that's our process. So getting back to the fact that I listened, I was a little bit. I've been doing a lot of this, so I was a little bit bush this morning. Got up and I figured I can't miss this thing, right? Well, I didn't really catch all of it, frankly. I was just kind of goofy, but I did listen to Biden, and I did, you know, it was it was quite great actually. And I'm going to watch all that stuff. I'm going to watch this thing again, you know, after having a couple of coffees, probably. And I'm also going to, like, listen to, you know, Camilla's thing and all of the other stuff, you know. Uh, it's really an important time. Even though we're Canadian, or I'm a Canadian, you know, I don't know what, you could be Ethiopian for all I know. It's a world thing, this podcast thing. But even though I am a Canadian... Uh, I really look at this as being really, really, really important for Canada because the relationship between Joe Biden and our Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, is going to be a whole lot better than the one that existed with Trump. That was, you know, I mean, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole because I could go down there forever. But suffice to say that the guy was a complete jerk-off, waste of time, arrogant bully and you know he treated other world leaders that way and nobody really cared for him our relationship with america is very 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 difficult because number one trading partner you know uh right next door <laughs> anyway i'm happy that joe biden is in i'm hoping that happy that Kamala harris is in and i know that the crew that they're assembling and their agenda is going to serve the world as well as america that meaning, uh, you know, it's a positive move. And like I said earlier, and they know, Joe's realistic, even though comes off as, you know, it's it's an acceptance thing, an inauguration. There's going to be a little hoo-ha involved, but there's a lot of content in there. And they're up against a lot, and it's not going to be easy. Like I said earlier, the COVID thing is real big, but there's a lot of other big issues. The environment, huge. Poverty you know, medical, I mean, you name it, immigration, um, you know, it goes on. Anyway, all the best to um, to them, to Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and to all of their crew and to all of the Americans out there, all my American friends. I'm so happy for you today. I really am. You know, this is uh, an auspicious, historic change of the guard. And on that note, Danny Casavant, that'd be me, uh, is, is going to sign off. Danny's Musical Chats, see you the next time. <laughs>